You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The super successful person will sit there and tell you, follow your passions. If you, if you love what you do, you'll never have to work for a day in your life. They don't tell you that until they get rich. Right. Then they start saying that. No, they got rich first. Yeah. Like, that's what I don't like. That's why I'm like, I'm going to be the one really giving real, actual game. Like, I ain't going to BS you. This is what it is, and this is how it goes. I ain't going to be the, oh, just do what you're passionate about. Man, fuck your passion. Go get this money. And then once you got the money, go do what you passionate about and go skip through the flowers and hug trees yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But we got to get this bread first, bro. Yo, what up? Right now I'm out ATVing in the rainforest with a group of high-level entrepreneurs. I'm a seven-figure entrepreneur. My mentor, Nehemiah Davis, eight-figure entrepreneur. Listen to me, y'all. And I don't even want to put him in a box. I know you teach 99 ways how to get into real estate, how to use OPM. But this man is going to teach y'all just entrepreneurship, period. How to get in the game, stay in the game, and get that six and seven figures, man. This man constantly investing in himself, putting himself in rooms. This is why he's on that next level. This is why he's been making this uh, type of impact for so many years. But now that man coming out and helping y'all do it. So I'm, when Blake said, yo, I'm about to go crazy, I said, I, I'm looking at it. So listen, if y'all interested, getting your money right, right, getting your time back, and be able to scale and grow your businesses, Ask the CEO, Blake, don't, I'm telling y'all, don't even look, don't look nowhere else. When you told me the 99 ways, though, Pete, this, I never heard nobody say 99 ways. Right. I heard about one. You heard a couple. Two, three, four, five, max. 99? 99. <laughs> yeah, okay. Y'all tripping y'all. But hey. I really don't, 99 ways? It's impossible to fail. Most important thing y'all can do is get in the room. I guess I can start, <laughs> take a guess where I just came from. Uh, Taco Tuesday. Close fast food restaurant. Think of think of the most think of the most unloved fast food restaurant. Arby's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Said that fast. <laughs> it, I, went, it went bad though, huh? Disappointed. Oh, uh, wait. And wait, I, I used. You disappointed that it was good, or you disappointed that it was weak? <laughs> that it was weak. Oh, and I and I used to love Arby's. Like I'm like a, I don't, I don't eat fast food. Like it's a it's a very rare thing that I eat fast food. If anything, I, I just eat Chick Fil A because I don't know why they they've done branded themselves as like. You're like, oh, man, I don't want to eat nothing trash, so let me go to... They, that <laughs> customer service is so good that you forget the food's not, not like, yeah. healthy. Yeah, and they'd be like, peanut oil. Yeah, I'd be like, they fried in peanut oil? <laughs> you know, good. 
but I was actually headed to Chick-fil-A. Happened to pass the Arby's. Their marketing got me. Mm. I stopped and got the fish sandwich Pusha T was rapping about. Mm. Have you heard the uh, Pusha T this song? Nah, I, I, if it's if it's on the album, I've heard it. Nah, Pusha T got a diss song to McDonald's. Oh nah, nah. <laughs> Pusha T, Pusha T's dissing. <laughs> Pusha T got a diss track to the filet fish, <laughs> and he and he rapping about Arby's fish sandwich. How it's like killing the filet fish, and they got multiple kinds. They got the crispy kind. They got the spicy kind. No, I, I went to go get the spicy joint. I was like, oh, yeah. that marketing got me. And then while I'm sitting there, so, yeah, you been calling me before fast food. Like, I, I don't, like, eat my fast food and drive at the same time. I park, eat, then go on about my business. Yeah. <clears throat> or or if anything, I'll, uh, like, I, I put my phone out. Flip my phone on sideways, just be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes that little meal will turn into like, I might be in the car like two hours, bro. Yeah, just vibing. <laughs> yeah, just chilling. But but it but it got me thinking today. I'm in the um. I'm in the parking lot eating my fish sandwich, spicy fish sandwich, and I'm like, ah, oh, this is this is mid. They marketing got me, and just how my brain be going. I was just thinking, I was like, it's a genius move by Arby's to get Pusha T, who hip hop fans have heard, or Pusha T fans at least have heard that he did that McDonald's song. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, we're going to go get him. He did the McDonald's joint. We're going to get him to come and write a diss song to McDonald's. And they fix well, him. You know, you know he did the We Have the Meats line, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but then but then I started to think, like, man, McDonald's dropped the ball. They should have went ahead and hired Drake to, <laughs> to like, make a diss song to Arby's. Like give Drake whatever his price is. Don't this push a T. Right. This Arby's. Mm, see, but that would <laughs> see if Bad Montine wasn't so tight. <laughs> like, you know, them them beefs be running deep. Like, no pun intended, man. But so but they don't, but they don't really got they don't really got beef, bro. They stuff just music. That's why I'm like. Yeah. Cause push. I don't know. Push push it don't be seeming like just music. Push, or is push it just is like just or just like what Kanye be saying? They just professional rappers. It's professional rap beef. Push is push the stuff just be music, man. I'm a you know, I'm a big push a T fan. I've heard him on on multiple um interviews talk about it. He talked about I heard him say like he knew everything was just Music and just rap when he was on an elevator with uh, Baby and all his people. Mm. And all they said was, what's up? 
So so this was so he was he was referring to the Wayne beef, and then that's kind of like when he knew that from Pusha T been sending shots to Cash Money for twenty years, bro. Yeah. So he said he got on. He's by himself on the elevator. He said, "Baby and a bunch of babies people walked on the elevator." And it's just him and baby and all babies people. And they were just like, what's up? You good? I'm like, yeah, you good? I'm like, yeah. And then they got on this floor. They got off their floors and nothing. He was like, oh, so, so this, yeah. this is just a wrap. So it wasn't none of that breakfast club energy. Five-star general and had none of that on the elevator. It was too tight, tight of a quarter. And thing, <laughs> no and, thing and, and everything Pusha be when Pusha does get into beefs with people, it be he it comes from a place of just him defending somebody that he really cool with. He don't just be going at people. Mm. So what was what was the reason behind him and him and Wheezy and then him and Drake? Wayne started. Wayne started that stuff mm. over bait. Some silly stuff. Yeah. Let me try and say that uh, he started wearing bape and I think sent some shots in like a, a interview or something. Mm-hmm. And then they came out with Missing Me Too. A lot of people don't know that was to Wayne and them. Like, I know, yeah. I know, right? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Wayne never really dissed him back. All he said was he got on one joint. I think he might have just tweeted it or something. Like, fuck Pusha T. And that was it. Like, Wayne ain't never. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, I kind of respect that. <laughs> I ain't about Wayne... to use 48 bars for, for these three <laughs> words. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Wayne ever said nothing. But Pusha, he just be going at him. Like. Like he got a one of my favorite diss songs of all time, and the hardest, the hard maybe the hardest, especially for diss tracks, but maybe just the hardest video of all time. That that uh, Exodus joint. Is that the one where they had the crackhead smoking and stuff? Yeah, out of like beer cans and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. that's right up your alley. <laughs> that might be but if one it, of the. <laughs> Bro, that video hard, bro. It is, it is. But I'm just, I'm just, I am in awe. You are on brand. Like that's just you. Like, <laughs> like that's just what you rock with. You literally rock with what you rock with, bro. I could go on Blockbuster right now <laughs> and like point out everything you want to watch. For yeah. sure, for sure. Yeah, give me, give me a gangster flick or give me a superhero joint. I had a meeting yeah. earlier, and they mentioned anime. I I thought about you. Hey, <laughs> I just I just found out one of Neo's got a guy that uh, I need to get me a closer. Uh, this guy named Mike. Shout out to Mike. I think his last name Busby. If anybody want to follow Mike Busby on Instagram or something, <laughs> he got some good content too. Shout out to shout out to you, Mike. He seen me. And I'm at this event for this, I'm at this event for like, well, I'm in Atlanta like five days, four, 
four or five days, something like that. Mm. And I didn't realize when I'm packing, you know how I dress, bro. I just be wearing T-shirts and uh, graphic tees, stuff like that, right? But I didn't really. This time, I left. I packed the morning that I left, and I just grabbed some stuff real quick, threw it in the mm. suitcase. And I knew the temperature was going to be warm, but I know in a, a big old hotel conference room, I didn't know if our private sessions would be cold, but I knew in that big old conference room, it's going to be freezing. Yeah. And just some other stuff. I might tell you about this a little bit off. It be freezing for a reason as a strategy, but like, it just don't be cold. Mm. Like They be like, make it cold. And it's to, <laughs> and it's to keep, you, keep you awake. I don't know. Different. I don't. Tell me later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe maybe part of it. But anyways, I grabbed a couple of hoodies because I was like, man, I might need a hoodie for the joint. And I just grabbed, mm-hmm. grabbed like two, just threw it in the joint. I get there, I don't realize that both the hoodies I got is Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that uh, three of the t-shirts I grabbed was Dragon Ball Z. So I'm just <laughs> down there the whole time. Bro, I'm just down there DBZ'd out. <laughs> <clears throat> Didn't realize another one that I grabbed was a, a. I just saw black. That one was like an avatar one. Mm-hmm. So I'm like cartoon graphic, just the whole the whole time. I meet Mike in person. Mike's like, "Hey man, you got the?" He like, "You a DBZ fan?" I was like, <laughs> "I was like, yeah." Like, oh man, do you um I misheard him. He asked me if I listened to the albums. For some reason I thought he was saying, like, do I watch the movies? Cause they have like animated films outside of the mm. storylines of the uh episodes and shit. Yeah. I was like, uh, a little bit, not really though. And he was like, Have you heard blah blah blah? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Bro, I didn't know they have albums. Like, like albums, like soundtracks, like movie soundtracks. Bro, he sent me, he sent me one joint. He was like, man, just, just. He was just like, if you need some, uh, I ain't got Apple Music. I, I'm guessing it's Dragon Ball Super Broly remixes. <laughs> And so I'm like, I don't know, I don't know if it's the soundtrack from the from the movies or yeah. Can I play music on on YouTube? Nah, that's why that's why Joe Button. That's why they be it be quiet on the on the YouTube stream when they play music. Like the like the Joe Button podcast experience on Spotify when they were doing it. It's way different than YouTube. That's that's as a as a early Joe Button podcast listener from since I named this podcast later days. That's how it used to be on YouTube. That's all I'm mm. asking. Mm. They didn't start doing that till they did that Spotify deal. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They because they would they would start it. He would have some type of vibe, like yeah, to to start it, and then they would have the sleepers at the end. And that's mm-hmm. how I would be finding out about. The I music. found out about uh, 
I'll more so be finding out about like newer R and B. And like I, I found out about um, Lucky Day. Lucky Day was like a sleeper. Mm. I know you don't yeah. really listen to Lucky, Lucky Day. Lucky Day Cole. I I ain't know if you was here. Nah, Lucky Day Cole. I like I like him and I like Brent. I feel like Brent. I found out about Brent from there. Brent makes better music to me, but nah, Lucky no sounds way. better. No way. Yeah, I like I like I like Lucky's voice more. But I vibe. Lucky Day, you can't name one bet you can't name one Lucky Day song. There's not a Lucky Day song that'll play that you won't enjoy. There's Brent yeah, songs that real. you'll play that you'll skip. Yeah, that's real. I feel like the Brent songs that I skip are the ones that he has features on. I found out about uh uh like I heard of them, but I really started listening to them. Division on there. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, uh, damn, what was her name? It seemed like she only she had this one song, Nicole Bus. Mm. Oh, the one, yeah, she had that song. It was like, but it was it that had a song. Nice sum, it had a nice summertime vibe to it, right? Yeah, it was like a Wu Tang sample. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause I I reached out to her because she only had like. Yeah, I remember I told you. Yeah. Felt like, yeah, hey, dang, bro. what happened to her? I don't know, but that song's a banger <laughs> that song, though. Yeah, that's Whatever that song is called. Man, golly, that was like what two years ago at this point, huh? No, nah, it was longer than that. Cause two years of pandemic. Yeah, I just I yeah. Yeah, pre that's all I'm gonna start saying now, pre COVID. And and Ishan and Ishan Ice it, two years ago they were still on there. No. No. Mm-hmm. Nah, it ain't been it ain't been potting that long. They've been on there for a minute, bro. Two nah. Hey. Dang, when did when did Joe uh kick when did Joe kick uh Rory I off feel, when Rory wasn't there? When he was hollering like, at the empty chair. That was like two years ago. I feel like it was a year, and the reason I say that is because I feel like I feel like I was I had my apartment then <laughs> when we was uh, yeah. talking about the joint. I feel like it was around that time. I could be wrong, but I feel like we were talking about we were having that like. Well, there's man. a YouTube video from 11 months ago of Button firing Rory with the with the chair. So I was off yeah. with you. Yeah, because I was like, man, nah, they ain't been rocking the two years. <coughs> I'm a fan now, though. I be listening to the boys faithfully. <laughs> they grew on me like a Drake album. Yeah, I, I like it though. I like it though. They. They used to um, timestamp stuff, and then they stopped for a long time. And they've been—I guess they got the budget to get the timestamper again. Mm. So that's how I be listening to. It. Yeah, yeah. But bro, but bro, because go back to the to the Arby's joint, right? Because I was like, I was like, if McDonald's McDonald's missed like a good marketing thing, like they could have threw the bag at Drake, Drake write something that this day. Well, Arby's was dissing their fish sandwich 
promote their fish sandwich? What does what does McDonald's got that's similar? What I guess they could have just went back to I'm just saying like a similar like Arby's menu ain't like McDonald's. Oh, okay, menu. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they ain't got burgers, they got roast beef sandwiches. Well, they got the McRib. Pastrami sandwiches. They got the McRib for three months a year. Man. But Arby's used to take care of me, too. When I was a teenager, bro, they used to have, <laughs> they used to have something like a... Like, it was similar to like a four for four at Wendy's. Mm, mm. But you could get... I used to get like a roast beef and cheddar, mozzarella sticks, curly fries... And a drink for like four bucks. When you like fifteen. Oh yeah, that's that's a lot. That go a long way. Yeah. I, you know me, I be I be ordering way too much. I would have ordered probably two of them joints. <laughs> but my dollar got a my dollar got a last, bro. So yeah. Arby's, rallies, them was two restaurants you could go with five dollars and your bag gonna be heavy. Mm. Especially rallies or, or checkers yeah. or wherever you live at. Like McDonald's couldn't always, that five wouldn't always get me that, like. That heft. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but rallies and Arby's. I feel nah, like it's because it's all fries, huh? What? It, like when you when your bag be full, it's just like a bag. You got your your burger, and then the rest is just fries, right? Nah, rallies. You get that big Buford had some weight on it. Oh, okay. you don't know about the big Buford. Nah, I don't. I don't. Or how Rosette's the big Buford. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't know about the big Buford and the and the the uh, the chili dog. Man. I ain't had chili dog in so long, bro. But but nah, bro. I, I was thinking my marketing mind hit, and I was like, yeah, they missed something with Drake, and like go get Drake to write something. But then on top of that, it made me start thinking about just like your typical entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur. They don't spend no money in in marketing, like. Uh, uh, you ain't got to answer if you don't want to, but in the last, let's say two years, let's say a year, mm -hmm. how much money have you spent on marketing? Total in the last year, probably like four bands, three, four bands. Dang. You proved me wrong. I wouldn't have even thought it was that much. And and but okay, so like, cause it's tricky because so for those videos I put out last year, I was putting money behind it on on YouTube, the Google ads and stuff. So, mm. but if we just talking about jazz, will shoot it. Uh, probably five hundred dollars. Between five hundred to a thousand, and that's crazy for a year. Yeah, for a year, because most most of my stuff come from referrals. And what I've told myself moving forward, though, actually starting uh, in May, 
that I'm not doing that anymore. So I'm getting my I'm getting my reel done right now, and then I'm gonna start blasting that out to bring in more leads. Man, I'm like that's, that sounds crazy, bro. And then and then like when people don't have have uh money coming in, they be like, "What is it that I'm doing?" I'm like, "Don't don't nobody even know that you exist." Right, right. Spend right. five hundred dollars for the whole year of yeah. of promoting your business. Yeah. And then, and so that's why I was thinking. I was like, "All right, McDonald's. You would say McDonald's is a is a pretty established business, right?" Mm-hmm. They stamp. They got the signs up. However many billions served, I'm pretty sure that almost every angle of the earth that has working internet or TV knows that McDonald's knows what McDonald's is. Yeah, most definitely. So they've gotten to that point and they still spend millions upon millions upon millions upon millions upon millions in marketing each year when everybody already knows who they are. And then you got the entrepreneur over here that not a single soul knows this they exist. Mm-hmm. And and they don't spend a dollar on marketing for for the year. And then they'd be like, oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> and I'm like, you won't, you won't even spend the money to, to acquire a new customer. And McDonald's don't have to spend the money to acquire the new customer. Right, right. They'd spend the money to, I'm guessing, to retain the, the customer, just to stay in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. When they're already top of the food, big they top dog status in fast food chains. Yeah, they're probably number one. If I had to guess, I don't know the stats, but I think Chick Fil A number one right now. Nah, Chick Fil A not number one. I know that's a fact. Are you talking about like globally or just in the U.S.? Either. Chick Fil A be killing it. They're not number one though, mm. and they killing a lot of people with being closed that day a week. Yeah. But that day a week, the reason why Chick Fil A can't isn't number one. And we can Google this and look because I could be hundred percent wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. For one, they close on Sundays. For two, they don't have friend they don't have franchisee opportunities available like other places do you want like if i had money to if i had money and i had like a, a dream of being a franchise owner i would never buy a chick-fil-a right you can only have one right. like how how rick ross can have a bunch of wing stops or um i met buddy down here he got like 10 11 12 mcdonald's or something like that you know, you Chris Brown got like like twenty Burger Kings or something crazy like that. Chris Brown got twenty Burger King. You can't do that with Chick Fil A. They want you to be like an owner operator. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's like everything they do got like a quote unquote family mm. type vibe to it. So for one, if they accept your application to own a franchise, you have to operate and manage the franchise, like be in the store every day from nine to five, basically, for X amount of months. 
And then they still kind of want you to be like owner operator. You can't just hire somebody yeah. and put get everything in place and just send me the uh send me the numbers. You can't do it with Chick-fil-A. They want it to be your life. So they got I just did a quick now this isn't all right. So I'm looking at two different things right now. McDonald's as from a 2018 joint, it was McDonald's, Starbucks, Subway, Taco Bell. Now the the thing that I saw, and this is where I was I was right in this sense, but wrong in what I was talking about. They're number one in consumer rating and stuff like that. Chick Fil A. I'm talking. I'm talking money. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's what I say. I, I know. Gonna, I saw number one somewhere. They're gonna have a good. They're gonna have good Yelp reviews. <laughs> of course, <laughs> man. My pleasure. They're gonna my pleasure. Your ass to death. Of course, they're gonna, gonna have be a like, good consumer rating. What other sauce can I get you, sir? Hey, how, how many sauces you want? 11? Cool. <laughs> cool. Got a dollar? All right, bet. Look, what if I told you that for that dollar, you can get access to every course, training, and ebook from a seven-figure entrepreneur? Information that has people having five-figure months, six-figure years, and firing their jobs. Then what if I told you for that dollar, you get an opportunity to be a 50-50 business partner with said seven-figure entrepreneur, where you literally get to learn while you earn. And then what if I told you for that dollar, you get additional training from other six, seven, and eight-figure entrepreneurs. And this is all updated weekly. And then what if I told you for that dollar, a member within the community is given $500 each and every week. Does that sound like something that you're interested in? If so, go ahead, click the link and join a community of like-minded individuals that's focused on getting to the bag just like you. For that $1, you can get access to the community for one entire week. After that week, if you like it, which I know you're going to love it, it's only less than a dollar a day after that. Literal pennies. We are showing people that it's crowded at the top. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> yeah, but but as far as money, that the way that it's structured, they can't be number one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is what I was going to ask you. And then I got sidetracked. Um, so do you... Do you think that there's ever either a business model or an industry, rather, I, I'll go to industry, that could go without using marketing dollars or even a sector within an industry? <laughs> like I'm playing devil's advocate here. Because not everybody, not everybody markets... I'm almost about to put my foot in my mouth, but I'm going to finish it anyway. The typical idea of marketing from just the person who's looking from the outside in, they're thinking about commercials, they're thinking about uh, Instagram, Facebook ads, they're thinking about that type of stuff these days. Uh, but a lot of companies don't do that. And it's a lot of like premier companies. Like? Like... Uh, like a, a premium is what I meant to say. Like Rolls Royce, those luxury brands and stuff like that. They still, I they still do the mark. They still do marketing. I believe it's just that. Um, I think a company like Rolls Royce, Lamborghini, stuff like that, where you'll be like, yeah, they don't do no commercials or anything like that. Their product is is the commercial. Mm-hmm. And then what do you say? But to I don't, I don't, I don't know their, I don't know their history 
in their origins right. to where they got now. So I can't really speak on it, but I do know they've built their brand to a certain level right. to where it's just seeing it is the is the brand. And Lamborghinis look so loud because I know you're a car person. I even remember you was like, yeah, when I get to that point, I will probably get like a Ferrari or something because Lamborghini just hollers, oh, look at me, I'm rich. <laughs> you remember? Yeah. I still feel that way, bro. <laughs> It's, so, just a, uh, it's just a big transformer, just like, nah. <laughs> I'm like, nah. Yeah, so certain stuff, I, I feel like the um, just the product itself is, but I don't know the history of what they did. Because I'm sure there was some plan back in the day <clears throat> to get these. There, there had to be some type of plan back in the day to get certain well-known established people into these cars for people to think that the cars are luxury. Like a lot of, a lot of stuff got like weird, a lot of stuff got weird origins on like stuff that they use for marketing. Like, you know, about, I might've told you this, but even if I had told you this, the, the listeners ain't heard, you know, the, um, you know how they have like Michelin star restaurants Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So those Michelin star restaurants started because the Michelin tire company was like, dang, how do we sell more tires? Like, this isn't something that just people just come in and buy every week or every month. Like, you need to put some miles on your tires in order to need some new tires. We need to tread the wear down. They they started driving all around uh, and going to, to restaurants and rating them. Michelin star on the Michelin rank and then publishing and advertising these Michelin restaurants so people in the area would then have to drive and try all these different restaurants. Mm -hmm. So that's what they did for marketing starting off like to, they didn't really actually market the the tire. They started going to all these uh, fine eateries or or making probably has some type of deals with certain restaurants too. Right. And then it turned into like the you want this fine dining experience. Oh, we going to Michelin star. To now it's to the point when if Drake wanna sound flossy on the record, he'll say what's that one song? He he dropped the Michelin star Michelin in the uh, Yeah, it was uh Whatever it was, he like now the now the restaurants is Michelin or something. Whole would drop a Michelin, but it started off a tire company was like, "Dang, how can we how can we sell more tires? Oh, let's yeah. let's give all these restaurants in a nice little driving distance away from here. Yeah. Oh, you got to try this Michelin star rated. Oh, all right, let's go put some miles on the tires. Yeah, I think because like like with the as far as marketing is concerned, like because I know like. And what I do, a lot, the majority of people don't market because the majority of the, of the business comes through referrals and the product is, is, is almost like with the Lamborghini, like your, your marketing comes from the product that you have and then people start talking about it. And the reason I'm going to go heavily in the marketing because of my new business model in order to scale and 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 have a sector in which I'm not hands on with, you know what I'm saying? But I also I also feel 
a lot of people in your industry broke. And a lot of people broke because they don't market. Mm. I think the two go hand in hand. But what Bro, do you every, say? everybody's not not just the botchuan is a videographer, but I'm gonna just say videographer just for the mm-hmm. sake of example. Everybody got a camera, bro. You tell me majority of videographers is getting money? No. Yeah, no, nah, that's why that's why yeah, I I'm not even speaking to that. I told you, I, I told you a few months back, I don't know if you remember, I was like, I was looking for somebody local and this one dude hit me up and I showed you his work. I was like, Yeah, he said he's he said two hundred dollars for a music video. You was like, "What?" Yeah, it's insane. So I know they not getting money, bro. Because this is a dollar yeah, a dozen. Exactly, and that's why. And that's why I never. I do. I do videography, but I would never tell anybody that I'm that I'm a videographer because the reason why I'm able to charge what I charge is because of the brain and the idea and the communication behind it. What versus, are you? Versus the manual labor. If I ask you, what are you? What are, what I, would say do? I would say direct and produce. I'm a direct and producer. You direct and produce what? I mean. Elevator pitch. I was I was stuck on the elevator for an hour last week or week before last. Like, yeah. If we sitting there chopping it Ele- up real The quick, elevator like, pitch is I tell stories for a living. Okay. That's the elevator pitch. You tell, so so if I ask you what you do, you say you tell stories for a living. And I'm going to be like, all right, well, good to meet you. Like, how how is that I tell stories for a living going to get a possible client? Well, it's... It's if you if you have the curiosity to want to know more, that's on you. It no matter what I say to you, if you're not curious, you're not gonna be curious. If it doesn't interest you, mm. you know what I'm saying. I just know me. If somebody, t- if you told me, if I met you and you didn't know anything of me or knowing that I need like a bunch of videos and stuff all the time, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, what's good, bro? I'm like, what you do? Like, I tell stories. All right, that's dope. <laughs> I, I might, I, I might would get off the elevator and be like, "Man, dude, talking about he tells I stories." I seriously, I seriously doubt that you would just leave it there, I, because you have a curious mind. I think, I think your immediate response would be, "What you mean?" No, I'm saying if I got, if I got two minutes, and it's like we ain't got time to be chopping it up back and forth, like. Like, what about, I don't think, I, I could be wrong, I'm just talking about me. Yeah. I don't think saying, if we just going past each other, we got 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes. Yeah, what you do, bro? Oh, I tell stories for a living. I don't think that's going to peak to where I'm going to keep asking them, maybe be like, oh, yeah, I might could use, I might could, we might could do some work together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Versus versus that. <laughs> okay, versus, so what, what would be versus your pitch? No, nah, I'm saying versus the versus the simple thing that you don't want to be boxed in is, we'll probably I'll probably be like, oh yeah, I could use a videographer. But see, that's and this is that goes back to what I said two minutes ago about that. It doesn't matter what I say if if something doesn't pique your like. Oh, no, let me say this. I could say anything 
that you may not need. You know what I'm saying? I could say I'm like I could I could say I'm a dentist. If you don't need dental work, you're gonna be like, all right, cool. I could say I'm a photographer. If you don't need photos, you're gonna be like, oh, that's dope. Yeah, but I just but I just feel like the I tell stories. Who's going to need somebody that they the average person is just gonna hear I tell sto- stories and be like, oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This guy probably sits in front of a group of kids no, with a <laughs> something. No. The average person probably going to be like, oh, well, you're an author? Like, th- there's always going to be a follow-up question, even if it's a quick one. I think your average person, you're going off of a scope of you live in Los Angeles around a bunch of weird people and and think, like, they'll, they might would ask more about the you tell stories. You in Mississippi and you tell somebody you a storyteller, or you in you in Atlanta, you in uh, you in Baton Rouge, you in Houston. Nah, I'm gonna take take the south out of it. You in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> you in Chicago. Tulsa, a wild place. <laughs> nah, I, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why I disagree because. The the story, the example, is rooted in curiosity. So if you're asking me what I do for a living, you're curious to know. I I I don't believe that at all. Me me yes. If if me Blake Sanford asks you that, yes, I'm I'm genuinely curious. The typical person, when they ask you that, they don't ask that out of curiosity. They ask that so in their mind they can see where to judge you. But that's still curiosity. No, it's not. It's just small talk. The t- the typical person, the typical person that you come across, only ask what it is that you do, so they can, so they can, whether they realize it or not, see how they should treat you. That's the only reason people. Oh ask. yeah, for sure. For sure. But it's not is- out of curiosity. It's not out of genuine nothing, genuine conversation. They don't know you. First question that they can ask is something to where they're going to instantly judge you or where they can put you in a ranking of something. I, That's and- the only reason that question is this, bro. It's just like when you walking past people. My homegirl, she was posting on Instagram the other day. Uh, she just walked past somebody who's like, Hey, how you doing? She's like, I'm doing great. And you? And he just kept on walking. And she was like, <laughs> she stopped, turned around, was like, and hollered like, hey. And he was like, what? She said, I asked, how are you doing? He was yeah. like, oh, I didn't even realize. Like, it's, didn't, wasn't listening, didn't care how she was doing. It's just like a, a thing to say. I think it, I think the same goes into the, what is it that you do? Because I, I know off of how people, because, People ask that like in the airports and stuff, and I just always say something crazy. Like, <laughs> See, I don't, I don't ever get asked that question, like ever, unless it's like a conversation that I'm having. That's why, that's why, that's why I disagree with the the response because I don't pre COVID, pre COVID, I would get it all the time. I've never had anybody just ask me what I do for a living, as like in the same arena as how are you because i used to really enjoy airports pre-covid because uh it was a great place to meet people like i would would be meeting like women and stuff 
people, my boys would be like, man, where you man, who, man, who's that? I'm like, oh man, she live in, uh, I don't know, she live in uh, Toledo. Like, man, where you met chicken Toledo at? Oh no, I'm in the airport. She had layover. But y'all, but y'all were having a conversation, right? Yeah, but that's different. I'm saying the the what do you do questions would come from like honestly, it'd be like older white people and stuff. Or just people that's older than me. Even in college, I'm bro, I'd be there in a full in a full basketball sweatsuit holding a basketball. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You you're an athlete? What do you play? And I would say something like lacrosse. They'd be like, really? I'm like, yeah. See it, and that kid, like, what I'm trying to tell you, bro, that it doesn't end with the with the. Oh, you tell stories. I'm telling you, it's impossible because they're asking that question, even if it is just. Uh, let me let me play. Let me let me play. As an adult, as an adult, take 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 the college stuff out of it. As an adult, if I'm in the airport or a random place. <coughs> And somebody asked me what I do for a living. Off of my answer, the conversation goes this way or this way, or ends immediately. Because <laughs> I do it now. <coughs> oh, what do you do for a living? I, like I, I mow lawns. <laughs> the combo don't go that much after that. <laughs> But it would if they needed somebody to mow their lawn. Like, but you don't know. You never know who you talking to. You, what you never yourself. know, but they treat you different. What do you do? What do you do for a living? I'm, janit- I'm in janitorial services. Oh, of course, of course, we know that. But they don't. But they don't know. I could own. A, I could own a janitorial company that I got. 25 janitors up under me cleaning uh six buildings a day. Exactly. And if take and a, if, <laughs> buildings, if they don't like if, if they don't take the time to to know that, then that's that's their fault. So like I, I could say like if I don't want I could say, oh, what do you do for a living? I, and I hate when people say this, but I can say real estate. Because that's what I hate when people just say real estate. Like, what do you do? Real estate? <laughs> Be like, what you do? Videos? <laughs> yeah, because most of the... No, nah, because nah, most of the people... Most of the people in real estate or that will say real estate, they don't do... They don't... However you do real estate, they don't do it. Mm-hmm. 90-something percent of them realtors. People don't know the average realtor is broke. Mm-hmm. Average realtor closes like one to two, maybe three deals a year, if that. Yeah. And they only getting 3%. Like it's 6% that they split, both parties right. get, and then they got to pay their broker fee or whatever. Right. And majority of them, it's just... um majority of them all they do is just like try to dress nice take pictures sideways and and smile and go to happy hours and like take pictures and like try to promote a lifestyle yeah 
But that that say I I do real estate. That combo goes into. Oh yeah, then that might have a follow up question like, well, what are you doing real estate? Oh my 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 sister does real estate or. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just hate I just hate that because it it seems like it seems like and I don't know why realtor is the is the joint to pick, but it seems like so many people. They'll um, it's like they'll do whatever, try to do whatever, and then like fail at that or that doesn't work, and then they just be like, "Yo, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get my real estate license." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, that's that's always the career pivot. I, I'm I've been seeing it a lot lately, too. and it and it's more and it's more late. I hope don't know, y'all don't don't cancel me for this. This is just an observation. And tell me if what you've been seeing a lot lately is this or not. It's 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 <laughs> women. Don't be, don't be bringing me. <laughs> no, I'm just playing with you. <laughs> it's women. Yeah. Yeah. Like the majority, the majority of uh of new realtors is women. That's why I'd be like, what is it about about that that they feel like they can just come in and of course it's men too, but it's like like it seems like by by far, it's, it'd be like yeah. women. It seems like, and I always wonder, like, what is it about? I ask some of them, and I'd be like, like, what is it about real estate license that that's what you chose to pivot to? Yeah, and the answers that they give me go with what I already kind of felt to be true, like from the outside looking in, because they're seeing. Like I said, the the realtor lifestyle that you see mm-hmm. is all smiles, folded arms, and happy hours. Yeah. But the realtors that's making money, they working. Yeah. And they they working, and then when you do get that that client or that uh or that deal, uh, one of my homegirls, she was saying she's fairly new in the game, and uh. She, she was celebrating and stuff. She had like hadn't closed a deal yet, and she had like two set to close. Mm. She's like, oh, I'm I'm killing it. And I ain't want like you know I don't like to be negative Nancy. Or, yeah. Uh, negative. What's the end man name? Negative Nardo. <laughs> so. <laughs> Shout out my man's Nardo. There's a, there's a dude that's a legend back home named Nardo. I don't know why that name came up, but shout out to Nardo, man. I thought you were talking about Nardo Wick. Nah, nah. <laughs> that's, a, that's where my brain went. <clears throat> nah, but in my head, I was like wishing her the best and hoping everything went. But I'm like, I know it's real estate game. And especially on the traditional side of things. And non-traditional, but especially traditional side of things. It just takes one little, one little thing, and that deal is not is not happening. Mm. And then, and unfortunately for her, it happened to both of us. Like, Man. like one of them, the person went and like applied for a couple credit cards or something like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like you know how they be like, don't yeah, don't do nothing don't do nothing. It. Yeah, yeah. And the second one was the second one was something silly that the. That the person buying it did too, like I don't know, maybe took made a big withdrawal out of their account or something like. Mm. 
it was either withdraw or big deposit, something which don't make no sense to me. It's my money, but right, right. To them, they're like, "Whoa, hold up, what's this on the bank statement?" Yeah. What is? What is this? And they both crumbled, and I was like, "Ah, oh, man, that's weak." Yeah, that is weak. But man, is, if is you she still if you doing know, it, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. It was just, but it was just like a, a learning thing because you know it ain't closed till it's closed. Mm-hmm. Like real estate, I don't count. I need that. I need to. I need to see it in the account. Then we. Yeah. I don't care who signed what. <laughs> I, I need check. I need check in hand, or wiring in the account, and then we all right. We celebrate. What What'd you say you did when you got that first check? <laughs> <laughs> I went straight to the bank. I was like, oh, man, maybe I should frame it. You know how you can, like, keep the checks and frame mm-hmm. them and stuff? I'm like, nah, I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to save my checks, and then it just, I just stopped. I still got mm-hmm. the old ones, but I don't be doing that shit no more. <laughs> I wish I did, but nah, bro. It ain't, I don't need that much sentimental yeah. And it was like a certified check, kind of like a cash shit. So the money there, but still, I'm like, I don't know. They might could pull this back. Put a stop payment. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm thinking of all kinds of other stuff. What if I spill some water on it or something? <laughs> it, it can't go through the machine. <laughs> like, nah, bro. We going, we going right now. Boy, mouth dry, yo. <laughs> he ain't stopping nowhere. <laughs> you need me. <laughs> Right to the bank. And Rat. it's crazy, the bank, the bank was like, I don't think I've told this part of the story. <laughs> the bank and the title company was both in the gallery. Mm-hmm. Except one was here and one was like here. And traffic, <laughs> traffic, mm-hmm. it would have took me like forever just to go here, hit a little yeah, Yui. Yeah. And at first, that's what I was actually doing. And then I went and I turned into um that's like a uh uh what is that right there next to the to the shell? Damn, nah, nah, nah. Mm. I'm trying to think of the restaurant. It's like that's where that uh Nordstrom rack is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Nah, I only I only been in that. There's some kind of restaurant. I can't think of what it. Whatever it is, bro. I I my GPS said it was gonna take like 20 minutes to get across the street. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I can't wait 20 minutes. <laughs> I, <laughs> bro, I pulled into the I pulled into the the parking lot spot. Mm-hmm. I parked and I walked. Hey, bro. I get it, bro. Trust me. I get it. I was like, man, I got I to gotta make this deposit. <laughs> Look, this is why I ain't never asked you, though. When you made that deposit, did you go, woo? <laughs> like, like, did you scream? Like, what What happened in there after you, you find it? Like, it's secured. You know it's good. Like, or did you just go get some wings and a drink? Like, it wasn't nothing. And now nah, that was that was before I started the wings and the drink. Like, mm. 
ritual. Nah, I, I still feel some type of way because they put a hold on me. Oh, yeah, they do do that. They be like, which is so crazy. I hate the bank. I really be hating the bank. <laughs> they put a hold on it. And I was like, oh, wait, hold up. They was like, 5,000 available instantly and the rest will be available on this date. And I was like, hold up, hold up. <laughs> yeah. I can't have my money. They was like, no, yeah, we got to put a hold. And I was like, but the especially I know the money's on the check. Right, 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 right. So I was like, hold up, this ain't like a, a written personal out of a, you know what I'm saying, out of a checkbook. Yeah. So I was like, why Why the whole got to, that's what was throwing me off. Yeah. So that's why I still didn't feel until that seven days hit or five days. Or, Damn, was it that long? Nah, whatever the time was, it wasn't like a. It might have been like three. That's still a minute. Damn. <laughs> My dog didn't want to wait 20 minutes and uh, <laughs> wait 72 hours. <laughs> bro, brother, life, is, brother, life is funny, dog. Bro, the earnest money that I took for that check, because when the buyer agreed um, to buy the deal from me, I took a $2,000 earnest money check. I later started to, you know, they could just give it to the title company, put in title company hole an escrow account or something. This one, I never had the money before. I, I'm telling the dude right then, like, man, I need this check in my hand or we ain't got no deal. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm to that extreme with it, bro. Like, he wrote me a regular check, wrote it out to my company, and handed it to me. I'm like, bro, I don't know what you talking <laughs> Bro, I, I need that $2,000 check. Right right now. Man. You can't sign. This is how I'm talking to him, bro. You can't sign the contract. And, like, you sign the contract and the check at the same time. Like, don't sign it, then send it or whatever. Like, no, we doing this at the same time. <laughs> this is how I was on it. So he's so I'm in his office, bro. I ain't gonna tell the whole story, but it basically goes: he's at the property, and some other people driving up. What can we do? He's like, he wants a deal. What, what we gotta do to to get this going? I was like, I need my two thousand dollar earnest check, earnest money check. He said, uh, All right, well, tell them to go home. Me and you got a deal. Meet me at my office. I'm like, I need to, I ain't going nowhere to, I can't. <laughs> I'm saying, I ain't going nowhere. They might have to check on them. I don't know how the game go. They might have to check on them. They might came prepared. Why you ain't come prepared? <laughs> That's what's going on in my head, bro. Why you ain't showing with your agreement? <laughs> yeah, I, I got the contract. Why you ain't got the check? Right, oh, it, it turns in. It turns into he say, uh, "I don't know if he thought I was serious." He's like, "No, nah, my my office is here. I I text you the address." I'm like, "Man, I ain't going nowhere unless I got this check." Maybe they that there's two more people literally like just pulled up like back yeah. to back. I don't know if they were together or whatever. 
because I never really got a chance to talk to him. <laughs> dude, the dude gave me his driver's license and his credit card and said, you, you know where I live and you got my credit card. Now, follow me to my office and let's get this done. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> hey, man, you, you got to go in the shark tank. You going to walk away with, <laughs> you gonna walk away with something. <laughs> Bro, I ain't know. And I had, and I had such a, a, a different mindset back then, too. Like, like I had a scarcity mindset, too. Right. So it's like, I got... If I don't get this right now from you here, yeah, I may not ever get this again. This may be my only opportunity to ever get this. Mm-hmm. Whereas now I'll be like, man, we gonna <laughs> we gonna make so much money so many times over and over and over again. I ain't tripping off of nothing. Yeah. And that, yeah, bro. And then it's it's funny because being like that. It makes a world of difference, bro. Cause you actually mm-hmm. start to get what you deserve, quote unquote. I'm gonna use that loosely, but get what you deserve. And what? you don't make decisions, and you don't make decisions based off of money, right? Cause that, cause that deal we sitting here laughing on, and I lo- I thought I made some good money. Oh yeah. no, I didn't. If I if I would have been in a situation to whereas I didn't need the money, might have would have thought things over some more, mm-hmm. looked at some numbers better. Like yeah, I made sixteen thousand five hundred dollars that first deal. With what I know now, I should have made like close to a hundred thousand dollars in my first ever real estate deal. Yeah. You think you think things would have like. You think your trajectory would have changed, like, or do you think you would have still ended up doing what you're doing now? I don't know. Cause I probably I probably still would have ended here, but I think it would have happened a lot faster. Really? Yeah. Because I would have been exposed to a lot more things faster. The money would have accelerated it. The money would have accelerated relationships. Cause I'm not, I'm not talking about the bread. I'm talking about you doing what you're doing. Yeah, I think it would have happened faster. Cause I would have got exposed. I would have got exposed to what I've been exposed to now faster. Cause the money would have accelerated. So you don't the people. So you don't think that you just would have been like focused on killing it and wholesaling. Or Mm-mm. real estate in general? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what I'm saying. The knowledge of what I've come to know now would have came fast, much faster. Yeah, yeah. I see. I see. Because I used to knock people that was focused on what I'm primarily focused on now six years ago, five years ago, four years ago, three years ago. Mm-hmm. But then I got certain knowledge and starting to meet people. And I was like, oh, I get it. Right. I should have been doing this six years ago. Yeah. So I think I think that would have happened faster. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause if because if you if your mind was already on 
Well, I ain't gonna say your mind, but if you were already open to doing other things and you just had to get to the places to where, you know, you your sponge could start soaking up stuff, then that's different versus Yeah, because certain cause certain certain information didn't start to come in until you got certain money started to come in. Yeah. And certain money started to come in because and certain information started coming in once certain money started coming in. And that started happening because the money was putting me in different in like you said, in different rooms. Mm -hmm. So I would have i I'm pretty sure with my curiosity and stuff, I'm pretty sure I would have been in uh would have been placing myself in these different rooms way sooner. Yeah. Because everybody I noticed in real estate now they starting to hit me up and being like, like they either still doing the same thing, pretty much on the same level as five years ago. Mm. Like say somebody was a house flipper and they was flipping two houses a month or something like that. They still yeah. doing that. Mm. It's like you get comfortable, you get comfortable in it and that type of stuff. Or they be realizing that what they used to do five years ago, and then they still doing it five years later, they realize that it ain't like, it ain't the move. Like I would never want to be a single family house flipper. Yeah. Like, like people that make a career out of that, I'm like, That's, that sounds crazy to me. Like, why not? I don't know just the way I'm... I'm like, why not go into these multi-units? Which one of my boy? We was talking about that at the post, oh, maybe about a month ago. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, man, I was just flipping all these houses. And I was like, this is this is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but it took him, like, five years of doing it to be like, mm-hmm. why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, apartments and stuff now. I was talking to Ville the other day, because I, I had mentioned this like years ago. It's always been on my list of things I want to get done. But now I'm like really looking to do it like sooner than later. I want to get like a like a eight unit joint or or twelve unit joint or something like that. Or even a four unit or a mixed use. But something like that, you know what I'm saying? I Don't get it out there. No, 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 no. I'm talking about down there. Wow, uh, yeah. I was gonna say it seemed like uh Viv would want to get something like that y'all can see there. Nah, nah. Nah, I wanna get something down there. Bro. Or not even here. I would go to like Cleveland. Mm. St. Louis. Mm. Detroit still that, still got stuff going for cheap on discount. Yeah, but they but they they cheap stuff is weird. Like like you know, I'm saying it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. Like with some of that stuff, like they'll be selling stuff for like a dollar, but it be having all these stipulations that that come with it. It mm-hmm. ain't like you just getting the getting the crib for a dollar. You might not yeah. be able to sell it for. 10 years or 15. I don't know all the, the details mm-hmm. of it, but my partner from Detroit is telling me 
because somebody in my community was asking like questions about Detroit. I was like, oh, my, my homies is from Detroit. So I called one. And I just had him on the live call. And he was just talking about wholesaling as far as, because when I first met him, my average wholesale deal down here was like, uh, like ten to fourteen thousand. His average wholesale deal was like two, three thousand. And I was mm. like, "What is the? Mm. That don't make no sense." That's why he moved. And I just couldn't remember what he was saying about the market, so I just called him so he could tell the dude. But the Midwest, bro, especially like Cleveland, St. Louis, uh. This one chick I follow on Instagram. I don't know her in person, but her name Ashley. <coughs> uh, Ashley Johnson. Shout out to her. She she's like the flipping pallets queen. Mm-hmm. She ran up a milli off of selling a course on flipping pallets. She threw her stuff in a funnel. It would be crazy. Cause her course on like twenty dollars. Oh really? Man, and that's it. Fifty of them joints <laughs> to reach that milli. Cool. She fit it. Probably, probably less than a year. Yeah, that's amazing. That's nah, amazing. I just with what I know now, I'd be like, because that's all off of Gumroad. Just like how I sold them twenty five thousand of them things on Gumroad. It's just like just buy it one time and go. Yeah. But that's crazy too, cause it's like people can make money so fast. She was broke. Uh, her story, she was broke. Really, wasn't doing nothing with her life. Her brother put her up on some game. She made a course, start selling it. Uh, paying shout out pages to promote mm-hmm. a lot of uh, a lot of ads that work for me. I just took directly from them. Mm-hmm. Just put my stuff on. Yeah, and I was seeing, I was seeing, uh, I was seeing the way she was doing stuff. She was like, "This, this was at the time when Shade Room was like before Shade Room was like, they was charging me three thousand. Like you could get a post on Shade Room for like three thousand at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Before I was just studying, I'm like seeing what she posting, and it's controversy. Like not one positive comment. Everybody trashing it. I'm like, oh no, I ain't doing that. <laughs> Then I see it again. Every single comment trashing it, like just mm-hmm. killing it. And I'm starting to see everybody else's post was up there at the time. I'm like, oh, this must just go be how it goes. Like, don't nobody have no positive, no ad got yeah. one positive thing. I'm like, oh, so the controversy sells. Mm-hmm. It's her thing. And it was simple too. It was just a simple phone thing of her, like at a warehouse recording the the palette and then it said something at the top woman teaches something how to make palettes and it was showing her it was like a palette with a bunch of shoes on it mm-hmm. shoe boxes it was like yeah it's blah 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 these shoes I bought this palette for this many I bought this palette for blah 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 dollars um, these shoes will sell on average for 50 to 60 dollars per shoe on Blah 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 on websites like this, this and that or whatever. So mm-hmm. I make a profit of blah 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 off just this one palette that costing me this much. That's why you can remember one of my ads that made me a killing. It was just a picture of a house and my voice was in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
it was because I just saw her with the. Oh, little... that's that's where you got the inspo. Yeah, <laughs> I saw her with a video of a palette, and her voice was in the background. I was like, all I right. Got I got I got this house under I contract. I got this house under contract for fifty thousand dollars. I then found somebody willing to buy it for sixty thousand dollars. When the when the deal closed, I made the difference of ten thousand dollars without spending any of my own cash, money, and without doing any repairs to the house. Boom, threw it up on shade room. Killing me. Killing. Now I'm like, oh, okay. I just said another picture of that. I got this house on the contract for forty-seven thousand dollars. I then found somebody who wanted to pay sixty-two thousand dollars for it. When the contract closed, I made the difference of thirteen thousand dollars without using any of my own cash, credit, and without doing any repairs to the house. Boom. Then I started to see Dantez's ads will pop up on my joint mm. as I'm scrolling. Mm. I'm scrolling Instagram. His ads will pop up. And then his would be like a how-to from A to Z, just tweets. Mm. And it would just be words, and then you slide through the slides. I was like, all right, he must be making some money because I'm seeing this ad all the time. So then right. I took the, the picture of the houses with the numbers and my voice over the back. Because at first it was just at first it was just pictures of the houses with numbers, no voice. It'd be mm. like purchase. Strategy, wholesale, mm-hmm. purchase price, blah, 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 sale price, blah, 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 profit, money out of pocket, zero, picture. And I'm like, all right, she talking over me. All right, I got this house. And then it's just my voice over it. And I started seeing Dantes was killing it with the, he just giving a full tutorial. And it's just tweets, snapshots of tweets, saying how to for slides. And then had an offer on the last slide. So like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the joint with the talking over it, and then I'm going to break down A to Z, how I, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I just got it from both of them. Then I threw that one up on shade. I was like, all right, this one got a little more traction. Yeah. And then when I started running ads, I was like, shoot. And this one got me some sales from Shade Room. And I wasn't making my money back, but... I want. I was making my money, but like if Shade Room charged me three thousand, and if I posted it on Friday, I might well make my three thousand back by like Tuesday or Wednesday or mm, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus now, with marketing on, like back then, even with the ads, I'm like, man, if I, if the, the ads ain't making me money instantly, like they not working. Yeah. Whereas just a lot of stuff changed. That's why I was joking on that one episode when people be like, man, I got rich in the pandemic. And I was like, man, who hasn't? People just had excess money to spend too. Yeah. It's like a perfect time. Government was giving everybody money. Everybody. Everybody. When the dime was in office, the streets was eating. Like for real. Hey, man. That's a, that's a whole another conversation right there, cause it's real. So for one, the price of advertising was down, just like anything. Like that's why I'm about to go to TikTok ads because it's probably more affordable now. Because it just seems like as I've been studying this stuff, it just seems like the cycle of stuff, the cycle of things. Like they have the cost, they have the cost per lead. Like it'll be super cheap to reach their target 
demographic or your target customer, your avatar, until they start to get everybody up in there. Mm-hmm. Then the costs start going up, and then they be uh, focused on like the big spenders. It's like that's how Facebook is. They say Google used to be like that. Google used to be able to get a click for basically next to nothing mm-hmm. until then everybody started coming in. And then once you got, you know, McDonald's and Coca-Cola's and all them giving you millions and billions, you're yeah. not that worried about the person that got an extra $500, yeah. extra thousand, 2000 stuff like that. That's how they said Facebook was. So Hormoza, your boy, when I told you when you was trying to sell stuff for a dollar, and I was like... <laughs> Man, he wanted to make the hundred mil first. Right, right. I was, he was, <laughs> was like, man, I'm gonna take the Ramosi method. He was like, for yeah, I have, and I have nothing to sell you. Shoot, he had a lot of stuff to sell before he started <laughs> having nothing to sell people. And that's what I hate. That's what I hate about like super successful people. They be bullshitting, bro. Mm. The super successful person will sit there and tell you, follow your passions. If you if you love what you do, you'll never have to work for a day in your life. They don't tell you that until they get rich. Right. Then they start saying that. No, they got rich first. Yeah. Like that's what I don't like. That's why I'm like, I'm gonna be the one really giving real actual game. Like I ain't gonna BS you. This is what it is, and this is how it goes. I ain't gonna be the Oh, just do what you're passionate about. Man, fuck your passion. Go get this money. And then once you got the money, go do what you're passionate about and go skip through the flowers and hug trees yeah, and stuff. Yeah. But we got to get this bread first, bro. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what no... I don't care. That's why I like Steve Harvey, bro. Some of, some of the stuff he say be, okay, I get it. It's the moment. But he at least could tell you about all the stuff he didn't he didn't want to do that he had to go through yeah. and he slept in his car and was homeless and all that stuff versus hey, hey, if you just make somebody laugh, <laughs> that's all I gotta do. Did you watch him on EYL? Yeah. What's say he's saying, look, I'm gonna be homeless again, but they're gonna be like that homeless motherfucker sleeping in the phantom. My car gonna be different this time around. <laughs> I hate that. It'd be the super mega successful person and then just start talking about, hey, hey guys, don't do it for the money. Just just that's why I like Neo, bro. Neo rich as hell. Neo ain't gonna tell you nothing about no passion. You must you must don't like money though. You must don't Do you hate you hate money? Do you hate money? <laughs> bro, I'm starting bro, the little voice in my head is starting to be turned be Neo's voice. Yeah. Like he got he got Neo got the the Lamborghini, the Lamborghini truck, the the Rolls Royce. I don't know. I don't know cars. He got the black badge. He, I guess that's supposed to be. That's my favorite. That's my like, favorite yeah, Blake, trim. Like this, like this, the black badge. So, hey man, I don't know about that. Just you don't need know, but just know, it ain't like everybody else's rolls. That's how he talk. So what I said, the Lambo, Lambo truck, the Rolls Royce, the coldest one to me is that Escalade. Look like mm. the president coming through town. Yeah. They got the red and blue lights on the front. Be. Flicking and stuff, and oh, he come right. out. Yeah, bro. Like it's like 
I don't know. Like it just looked like somebody important mm-hmm. coming out the back, and then he then he come out the back seat, and he got the driver with the piece on him. That's that's always two steps behind to the <laughs> to the joint. Dude, go to the bathroom. The dude, dude at the car. He go in the bathroom. The dude with the dude with the piece behind. He came yeah. in the bathroom. I was like, ah, this dude. And he just looked player with the Escalade. You got the driver. You got the dude with the thing on him. Mm-hmm. And he opened the door and he letting down his wife and stuff. I'm like, man, it just looked. Yeah. It just looked dope, bro. And then he getting a, a Maybach made mm-hmm. right now. Oh, he ordered one. He ain't talking. He ain't talking about follow your passion. The money's allowed him to do things that he's passionate about, right? But he ain't talking about no. Hey, hey, man, just love what you do, and you'll never have to. You'll never have to work again in your life if you just love what you do every day. Now, Neo's Neo be like, hey, hey, bro, success ain't convenient. You think I want to do this stuff? You're like my wife about to have a baby. You think I want to? You think I want to go to this mastermind? My wife just had a baby like two days before they daughter, they last daughter came. He was like in in Boise, Idaho. Mm. Like you think I want to go to Boise? <laughs> Success ain't convenient. Whereas all these other people, they'd be like, "Hey, man, it's just." Just love it, <laughs> and you'll get to where and you'll get to where I am. <laughs> but they don't start talking like that till they make it, and I don't. I don't like that stuff. That's why I'm gonna be real with my people the whole way. Yeah. Nah, a lot of stuff ain't gonna be fun, but we got to get to it so we can then do what we love. And what we're actually passionate about, because now we have the money to pay everybody else to do the stuff that we don't want to do. Right. That's how. That's how the game works. <laughs> what, what did he say? He's like, I don't want to do shit. <laughs> yeah, he said. Cut. He said that's the hustle. <laughs> you make enough money so you get to pay everybody, so you don't have to do shit. <laughs> Walk around and smell of flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he's like, I need to just, and that's how, it's, and and I've realized about myself, I'm a, I'm a visionary. That's my role. That's what I'm good at. I'm not, I'm not, I'm done trying to do other stuff. It's just gonna cripple me. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if I can make enough money to pay everybody else to do everything else, then all I got to do is just keep on having the visions. And it's easy to, and it's easy to, I haven't fully gotten there yet, but it's way easier to, to stay in the creative visionary mind when you're not working on stuff that visionaries don't do. Let's use Neo, for example, bro. All Neo got to do is think of the, think of the ideas. That's Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And his team's so cold, man. this chick, uh, Rosa, I come. She posted something. I put goat up on her. I'm like, she's a, like, if 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 he didn't have that one piece right there, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff wouldn't. A lot of stuff wouldn't happen, bro. Yeah. It's like all you gotta do, Rosa. Uh, 
blah, it get done. I don't know who she, whoever he got to find to talk to about what it, like she gonna, she gonna yeah. find it, bro. That's why I was like, yeah, VAs is cool and stuff. I'm like, I, I got to get to a point. I need a rosy. <laughs> he got this other named Ashley. I'm like, I need an Ashley. Yeah. Which I'm just now finding out, too. I thought this chick Ashley, I thought she was like just with him. But I'm like, oh, no, nah, she an entrepreneur, too. Like, she does like events and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just so happening every time I've seen Ashley, it's at an event when we was in Miami. Worldwide see him in Puerto Rico. <laughs> I see him in Puerto Rico. I see it down in Atlanta. And and she's like, she's a great, she's a nice person, but when she's going, she go, like, she's she's stern, like she cracking the whip. Yeah. And then I saw it the other day. I was like, oh, I think you like that because you probably the boss of all this stuff right now. Mm. So it's like everything to do with the events. I'm like, oh, you the head of all this stuff. I thought you was just some stern, some stern, mean, (laughs) nice person. (laughs) Just be around. Boss lady. And this other chicken is in a circle was, tell, was telling us too. She was like, "Yeah, VAs is cool and stuff, but you're gonna need some like Sonya. She got like she's like it's realistic for her to hit like a million dollar month, mm-hmm. like before the year is out. So she's talking from a different level of, of yeah. things and organizations and stuff. She's like, "Yeah, VAs is cool. I know Neo telling y'all." VA, 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 but you're going to need somebody here in the States that know English to, to help you, okay? And and her flexes be different. She got the Lambo, she got a Lambo truck too. Mm-hmm. I think Neo get tossed her the keys, was like, hey, meet me or whatever, toss her the keys to, like he knew what he was doing when he... Yeah. He did the same with uh, Bruce, Chris Bruce. Bruce wanted a, a Bentley. He told Neil Tom come down there, he was doing something, some car thing in Atlanta where they was just a whole bunch of black entrepreneurs and all these foreign luxury cars and stuff. Bruce was in the car with Neil. He was like, oh, I want it. And Neil was like, Yeah, I'm gonna uh, get one. And blah, blah. Chris put together some play. He got he got the Rolls Royce like less than a month later. Mm. But it was off of that like exposure yeah. type thing. And then we was talking, and Neil was like, you don't like cars? I'm like, nah, cars ain't really my thing. I don't know once if it I don't know if it's because I can't afford it right now or or what. But I even think when I am able to, I don't think the cars is gonna be my thing. My homie Kamoy was saying the same thing because he just he got a Lambo truck. But he rents his out though. Like when he ain't mm-hmm. using it, he he rent it out. And he was like, "Oh, what what is your thing?" And I'm like, "Yeah, oh, he I see he picking like he picking in pride and trying to see like." I'm like, "I don't know, like a material thing." I'm like, "I don't." I was just saying like goals I got. Yeah. I want to buy the crib. I want to buy the building I grew up in. Like, and that ain't even, when I do that. That ain't even gonna be on no like. 
investment cash flow. I just mm-hmm. want I just want the motherfucker that I grew up with. Yeah. I just be like, yeah, I, I did that. Well, like I heard I heard Rose Ross. He said that's why he bought his first wing stop. It wasn't like a. Mm-hmm. This is a great investment. He said he was at the barber shop. Dude walked in. What's that? That smell good. That's a wing stop. <laughs> Did you hear that? Mm-mm. Hold up. Man. <laughs> nah, but uh, he said he getting his. He at the barbershop shop. Dude walked in with some wings. Ross Ross say, "What's that? Oh, wing stop. Wing stop. I ain't never. Oh yeah, it's right there. He go to wing stop, get the lemon pepper. Boom. He fell in love with. It. Mm-hmm. He he said he bought the joint just because he wanted to say he wanted to pull up in a fly whip with a fly chick." Walk into the wing spot. Oh, you like these wings, baby? Yeah, they good. Yeah, it's mine. And leave. <laughs> Turned in the good. Turned in the good business. Yeah. I want to buy the. I want to buy the building I grew up in just to come in town because I. I'm surprised I ain't drive past one. Uh, we was in town when you was in town, but I usually do every time I'm home. Well, I did. You just left. Cause I was home for like mm. extended period. Yeah, I go drive past it, but I'll be like, I want to just drive past and just be like, Yeah, I own it. I know I can't go in because the tenants gonna have a rights and stuff, mm-hmm. or just not need the money and just be like, Christmas time coming up. It'd be like, Yeah, free. y'all, y'all, yeah, rent free December, man. Merry Christmas, yeah. just because just I don't need it for like the. Yeah, that'd be hard. I think I think that would be fly. Yeah, for sure. Cause I remember that I remember that Christmas, bro. My favorite Christmas present I ever got. My pops got me a bike. The front wheel was the uh, front wheel was a little wobbly. It had like mud on it and scratch. Like he had like rolled the bike <laughs> from wherever he was at. <laughs> I mean, it turned into an argument Christmas morning. My mama was mad because thanks, bro. It's Christmas. <laughs> This man come in with a dirty bike. <laughs> how, how the fuck was I going to get the bike home? <laughs> but me, I'm like, what? I got a bike? And it was a 10-speed. Like, you yeah, remember back in, like, yeah. the 10-speeds was a thing. I'm like, oh, it's my first 10-speed. Like, this this like the big boy bike. I'm like, I'm hyped as soon as I get it. Mama, can I can I go? Can I ride it? She probably say yeah, 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 just so she can holler at him. <laughs> Cause I'm. <laughs> oh man. But, but man, look, this episode has been brought to you by the It's Crowded at the Top community. Come check it out. A lot of people they don't succeed in business or entrepreneurship because they have. No community. They have nobody to bounce ideas off of. They have nobody to share their losses with as well as their wins. They have no mentor. Come join the It's Crowded at the Top community. Uh, com or text the words I'm in to 859-605-3297. Check it out. Great community. Um, 
weekly Q&A sessions with myself. The last two have been over three hours long. Uh, do my best to get to every single question in there, as well as uh, drop a lot of game. So it's crowded at the top. www.asncio.com or test words I'm in to 859-605-3297.